It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast with Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Mitchell Phillips. As you heard from the sexy new intro, sitting next to, it's no surprise because of the sexy new intro. Sexy new intern. She made a new intro. It's uh, Jennifer Tilly's daughter. Yeah. Jessica Tilly. Supposedly. She claims to be. Yeah. We invited her up to the top of the Capitol Records building, fed her a couple shots of whiskey, and uh, banged out a couple intros and banged out a couple other things. Uh, we're here just to give... contracts. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. You know, initial here, sign here. Very formal things. Yeah. Jennifer Tilly denies that that's her daughter. It's kind of like, you know that guy who claims to be Eddie Murphy's son, who is in the, in the comedy scene? Oh, yeah. What's his name? Rando Murphy. Yeah, Rando. And he actually has, like, both his parents have publicly said, no, this is my kid. He's not Eddie Murphy's kid. <laughs> and he posts all the cease and desist from his lawyers. He was running Eddie around Murphy's. with, like, Richard Pryor's son for a while. Like, you'd see them together. Where they're yeah. like, yeah, we're both comedy legend uh, legacies. He was trying to do a tour of com- comics kids. And I've seen a lot of com- <laughs> famous comics kids do stand-up. Not so hot. Uh, not so hot. Have you ever seen Richard Pryor's son do, uh, I think it's Mason Pryor, do um, the Apollo? <laughs> no. <laughs> so he gets, he gets obliterated, and they boo him off stage, and then Steve Harvey goes back, his son's a, or his father's a goddamn legend. Now I want him, to, he's going to come back out here, and you're going to treat him like so. And then he comes out and does the exact same set, and everybody like fake cheers, and it's just so cringy. Oh, man. It's so bad. That's why I like Sons of Athletes, because... They're generally good, where it's like, oh, yeah, Cody oh, yeah, Bellinger's yeah. father was a great baseball player. Mm-hmm. Cody's even better because he has those genes and he had better training. Or yep. there are a lot more, There's a lot more success stories where it's like, you're, oh, I'm on the same team as my dad. We both play for the Detroit Red Wings. Like uh, Willie Mays Hayes. Well, that's a great name, Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> great catch, Willie. Don't ever fucking do it again. Yeah, son of, son of comedian, not as good. So, what about son of a son of a sailor? Oh, that's a great song by my man Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> All my parrot heads out there in Florida, what up? Woo! Um, so we're here giving hats off, uh, which sounds like a, an applause. We'll surprise you with the drop. Um, or the gloves off, which sounds like that. That's bad. Cheers are good. Cheers are good. Ding, ding, ding is bad. Um, and if you're doing good or bad, we're going to give it to you. You deserve it. You came up on our radar, you're going to have your butt handed to you, pal. Or if you send something in. For example, we had a we had a fan send something in. She wanted us to do a gloves off, and we're going to do that shit. And we're going to do that shit. Because me, we wouldn't be anywhere without our fans. Let me make a note here. on the. Do you have anything to start with? Let's start with hers. Oh, let's start with hers. Yeah, she uh, wrote us in via Instagram, and she said gloves off to people who give you plants. As presents, because that's a shitty present, she thinks. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Like, we're saying, like, you can, like, it's Valentine's Day just passed. So you get, like, flowers, obviously. Leave them on your counter for two weeks. Throw them away. Just put them in some water. Yeah, you put that weird powder in that makes them last longer. I have no idea what's in it, but it comes with all the flowers. Yeah, bro, but you give me, (laughs) you give me a money tree. What's a money tree? It's that one. It's like the Asian plant. It looks kind of like hemp. It's just got like the twisty oh, okay. trunk, you know what I'm talking Bamboo about? Bamboo looking. Kind of, yeah. Might yeah. be, yeah. Yeah, or uh, what are they called? Uh, succulents. Bro, you give me a succulent. Ah. A succulent is a cactus. It's notoriously easy to take care of. Very low maintenance. And you're going to make me kill that thing? Yeah, no, yeah, that, that's her point. It's rude because, yeah, you give out flowers, everyone knows they're going to die. But don't give out bushes and ficus trees. It's a cool thought because it's like you get to keep something alive, but... There's the bell. Not everyone can do that. <laughs> My lady gives out plants for pets. All or not as pets, plants as gifts all the time. Was this a little and shop I, of horrors? After hearing that, I told her to stop because yeah. it's rude. Yeah, it's so rude, dude. Can you imagine getting somebody a bonsai tree? Oh, I got someone a bonsai it's tree. Like, hey, dude, guess what? Now you got to meditate. That's actually the only <laughs> time it. I've gotten a plant as a gift. I got uh, my lady's mom had a bons got a bonsai tree as a gift. She killed it, but she wouldn't admit it was dead. So she just kept like watering this completely dead bonsai tree for two years and it had like one single dead leaf on it. She was convinced she would bring it back. And then I bought her a new bonsai tree for Christmas. And when I gave it to her, I said, yeah, this can replace the dead one. She goes, what do you mean dead? Like she just was in complete denial about the tree being dead. It's like, no, it's dead. Yeah. 
That is the worst, though, also, when you, like, have to realize, you're like, when it's on its last legs, you're like, oh, it's wilting. Oh, fuck, I forgot to water it. And it'll come back. Sometimes it doesn't. And then when you water it, and then, like, a week later, you're like, nope, it's done. You're it's like, done. I, could, I just have to throw this piece of earth in the trash. Like, yeah. can I just throw it outside? Yeah, but like, you don't. You could compost it, yeah. Yeah, can I, I just, like, I guess this is going in the garbage? Sorry, earth. Yeah, I think out of shame, because you don't want people to know. Because if that's the thing, let's say I get you a bonsai tree, I come over... I'm looking around your apartment. Where's that tree I got you? Where's that bonsai tree? Oh, you, it's not like you can keep it in the closet. Yeah. How are you enjoying this tree? I look around. I don't see it. I'm insulted because I think you either gave it away or you killed it because you have no respect for plants. I regift a tree. Yeah. <laughs> just this tree just passing hands. I would. Fucking dickheads keep handing off foliage. Because the idea of a bonsai tree is really cool. They're pretty. They're neat because they're baby trees but they're hard to take care of it's an art there's like a meditative practice that goes along with it it's like it's like the little rake in the sand oh yeah like you gotta get somebody zen garden yeah yeah the mini zen desktop zen garden oh i'm sure that'll really bring peace and enlightenment to your life that's something you just do once and you keep on your desk for four years there's the guy on Sunset Until Scott Boulevard from accounting fucks it up and you got to redo it. Who parks it. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the cleaning person at night. Like, I'm trying to get Zen. I make minimum wage over here and I get no respect. But there's that guy on Sunset who parks his Prius right in front of the Wendy's and then just covers his whole car in bonsai trees and sells them. Have you seen yeah, that yeah. guy? That's a cool one. So, yeah, don't give. That he's kind of guy? The bone? Yeah, he's pretty bad. He's yeah, bad. I figured. But yeah, don't give bonsai or any plant as a gift. I complete even even a fucking cactus, even a succulent. Flowers are okay. I know but, they're cute but and also, trendy. S- since I'm a guy, I'm gonna say, what's with flowers? Yeah, what's the deal? What's it? You know what? I got my girlfriend a a Chromecast. That's cool. So she can watch New Girl in the living room. <laughs> that's a great. That's a real practical gift. You know what my girlfriend got me for Valentine's Day? No flowers. What? You know what I got her? A laptop, a shelf for her plants. Oh, okay. I made a sh- I, at work. I made a shelf and gave it to her for her existing plants. And I come home and she got me more plants. I was like, we got to fix this. Yeah, no more. We're done. <laughs> Once these things die, I one of the f- the petals fell. It's a what are they called? Not a lily. What are they called? I don't know. Daisy. Fucking yellow ones. Daisy. Um, tulip. No, not a tulip. A yellow rose. No. A yellow bonsai tree. Nah, it's one of those. But it, uh, one of the leaves fell off, and it, it, the whole bulb falls, and it was just sitting on the counter, and I, I threw the first one in the trash like last night or the night before, and I was like, it's starting. I can f- almost get rid of these things. Yeah, my lady's great with plants. I don't fuck with them. No one's ever given me a plant for a gift, so I've never had this experience before because people look at me, and they're like, not going to keep a plant alive. Yeah, but that's what happens. You you email or you, uh, you direct message us on Instagram, and uh, we speculate. We contemplate and we uh we put ourselves in the listener's shoes. Yeah, I didn't get my lady anything for Valentine's Day. She didn't get me anything either. She, when I woke up, she said it's Valentine's Day, and I went, "Oh, it is." Oh, and then also I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. It's also Arizona's birthday, the day Arizona became a state. So I celebrate that. So February fourteenth. Yeah. So if I ever get a lady any sort of gift on the fourteenth, it's not for Valentine's Day. I'm celebrating <laughs> Arizona's birthday because I like the state. Last state to become a state. Is it? Yeah. Oh, really? What year? Hundred uh, early nineteen hundreds. It's I, I oh, think Jesus. I want to say like nineteen oh eight, something like that. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, well it's the Wild West, man. Oh Yuma? Wiki Tombstone? Yeah. But I didn't think it would be the last one, that's for sure. No, but not it was it was the fiftieth state. That is weird. It's weird because it was surround pre Alaska? Yeah. It was surrounded by states. Pre-Hawaii? Because Hawaii, or not Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Texas was a state. You know, New Mexico, California. It's, it's surrounded by states. I was, like, a month ago, I was thinking about that. And I was like, I thought Hawaii was a, wasn't a state until, like, 1957. But then I was like, wait, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't have gone after somebody for going after our Polynesian homies yeah, like that. Yeah, we're not, we're not fucking with anyone. Somebody shit on our front yard. With Puerto Rico. We don't care. Yeah. Exactly. They're sort of states with us. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, gloves off to those motherfuckers. <laughs> Don't give plants, even if they're flowers. Yeah, right in. You may get on this show. Give me show. some Sour Patch Kids Gogurt. Yeah, give me a movie. I like getting a movie theater coupon. That's Because wonderful. movies are expensive. You never want to go. And if I like it, too, because it won't be like a gift card. It'll just be like, these are two tickets. They're just tickets. You know, yeah. There's not a monetary amount on them. Just a barcode. You which just show, hand this show AMC, and yeah. you're good to go. And it's, a, you know, it's not even tickets anymore. You can just, like, uh, on the bottom of the ticket, it'll be like, uh, type in your email at this code, and you can get like the digital yeah. uh, QR code on your phone. 
That's one thing I don't like. Sick. Gloves off to tickets now is I go, I buy concert tickets, and I, I want the physical ticket because I have like you know a history of concert tickets. Like, oh yeah, look at this concert I went to when I was seventeen. I remember this. But yeah. now I have to pay like four bucks to get a real ticket through Ticketmaster now. Oh, it's such horseshit. The dude. digital one's free, so then it's like, do I want to pay four bucks just to have a fucking ticket stub? No, I'm gonna go one step further and say just a uh, uh, like a Google Play gift card. Okay, that's chill. Because I mean, the way like there's no there's no more of that like interstitial period where when we were kids, a movie would be in theaters, and then it would disappear for like six seven months, three and then years, it would, then be... it would come out on video, and you're like, oh, fuck, I, I don't even I forgot that it existed until it comes on like uh, what, TBS Superstation. Yeah, now it's just two weeks later. Yeah, I watched The Joker while it was like still in theaters for twelve bucks. And you're like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, they always do that gimmick like Redbox is trying to survive, and they're like, we get certain Tom Cruise movies six days before they go on Netflix, or you know, and you're like, okay, I can. well, that actually does make sense because that's my problem with like to to match the video store back in the day. It was the video store was like wasn't even like an annual membership; you just paid per rental, right? Yeah. But now net, I got to have like 17 streaming services just to have the selection. Like a video store got everything that came on video. No matter what. Yeah, Netflix just gets what Netflix gets. You know what I mean? If it's not on there, like you have to go to Google, type the name of the movie in, and it'll have like the 15 streaming services available on this, available on Hulu if you have the stars package and all this shit. And I'm just like, what happened to just the video store? That's that, where Redbox comes in handy. Sure. Where you're like, oh, it just gets all the new movies. That that Hulu psych out is the worst because I briefly had Hulu and I would type in the movie into Google. It would say, "You get it on Hulu," and I'd go to Hulu and be like, "Nah, you need the Showtime upgrade, dude." And then <laughs> you, you need can the Showtime. Get it. It's like, you fucked with me. Ah, uh, I had a great nostalgic moment. I was watching a '90s cop show the other day, and there was a guy. Uh, he was getting. He was in the box for murder, and he was guilty. And he goes, "No, no, bro, let me go. I work at a video store. I'll get you Forrest Gump. There's like a three month waiting list for that." Yeah, <laughs> and I like that when you'd want to see that movie, and every time you went to Blockbuster, it'd be gone, and you'd be like, "When is this person gonna return it?" Well, Forrest Gump's a bad example because that was constantly on TNT in USA. Not when it was first released. No, though. no, but like my entire youth. Sure. Yeah, what, this it show came was... out in like '94, so I Something would say. Like that. It aired 17 times a day from like 1997 to 2010. Well, that's why if anyone says they haven't seen Shawshank Redemption, Forrest Gump, Goodfellas, or Dumb and Dumber, it's like, so you've never, you know, all they play is Law and Order in those four movies. That's it. Yeah, I didn't realize I was a latchkey kid until I was like 20. I was like, you haven't seen The Pest? The John Leguizamo vehicle, The Pest? Many haven't. (laughs) It's a great movie. That was always available at Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, let's get into some tops. Let's do it. Um, I've got a hats off. Hats off to you, sir. Thanks, British guy. So a... Um, That's Brian. <laughs> Thanks, Bri. <laughs> Big Bri. Uh, we got um, this guy, Noya, I think is his last name. This is a, a man from Iowa. Uh, seems to be in the right state of mind. Uh, doesn't seem like schizo or manic, you know. Um, so he, uh, big black man, he kidnapped a white lady and drove her around for a couple hours, assuring her that she's safe, which is what you do. Yeah. Like, you're safe, Probably I promise. Probably got her some food or something. Don't try to get out, but you're safe. I don't want to hurt you. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to hurt you. Just sit there and f- come back to my place uh, where he forced her to watch the entire nine-hour run of the ABC miniseries Roots. <laughs> so, that's pretty good. So she could better understand her racism. I think that's... This guy, this is a hats off, right? Oh, yes, it's a hats okay, off. Okay, good. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's a great way to... This guy's being proactive. He's taking the initiative and solving racism. Yeah, because you're not going to, like, take her home and force her to read a bunch of, like, Martin Luther King or Malcolm X books or speeches, yeah. you yeah, know? Like... Have something with entertainment value. Yeah, yeah. It, like, you sit there and, like, while he reads the encyclopedia article on, like, Clarence Thomas, you're like, this is dog shit. But yeah, what like... can I, what's a nice middle ground that shows the oppression and horrific thing that is slavery, yet... Was probably written by a bunch of white people and directed by white oh, people. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's dated itself, but it was pr- at some point prime time TV. I think it, that came out before my time, but I've known about Roots my whole life, even though I've never seen it, yeah. just because of references. And yeah, exactly. It was huge at the time. 
Kuta Kinte, right? That's Kuta Kinte? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had no idea it was an... I thought it was like a movie, like a TV movie or just like a... You know? Yeah, because at that time, I don't know if... It seemed uncommon to have a nine-episode miniseries. Yeah. Up until like, I don't know. And then Sci-Fi just went ham on those miniseries. Remember Sci-Fi Channel? They did like The Tin Man? No. Where it's like it's like 12 one-hour... I don't think I've ever watched They're sci-fi just... TV ever. Oh, that's a bummer. I didn't have. I never had cable. There was Tin one. Man's good. There was a brief period in an apartment when I was like twenty when I had cable. But other than that, my grandma had cable though. That was a bummer because like my mom, we had the video store, and then when the video store closed, we took like half of the inventory. <laughs> so it was just like we just had fourteen hundred VHSs in our living room, and then like more in storage. And then uh, by the time I'd say like freshman year of high school, we had like Direct TV. We were no longer poor, so it was like. You'd use a fake name or whatever. You get Direct TV, and when they turn it off, you gotta like wait a few months, and then oh, you get for the trial. Then you get Dish again or whatever. But we, my stepdad, um, made sure we had Steady Direct TV. Hell yeah, yeah, that was good. Big up, stepdad. Yeah, yeah, and then that's where I, you know, got into the routine of Fresh Prince while I'm getting ready for school and Home Improvement when I get home from school. Yeah, I like the nighttime. I'd watch that at my grandma's going to bed. Watch, watch Tim really screw up. Did this? Did this white lady l- learn her lesson? Um, I'm hoping, I don't know what else, uh, he needs to do. I mean, he, th- I think the point was well made when the, when she tried to move, he ordered her to remain seated and watch the movie with him or he would kill her and spread her body pro- parts across interstate 380 on the way to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> this guy me- me- that guy means business. He it's likes like, lady. I, I, I don't know how, how else to say this. You're perfectly safe. Okay. So sit here and watch this, or I'm going to go to Chicago and throw your body out the window all the way there. Oh. So uh, was this a random lady, or did he know her? Did he, like, I don't know. Was it a outwardly racist lady, or was it just something like, you can grab any white person and they have racism inside them, they just don't realize it kind of thing? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say. Um, Bummer he got arrested. He shouldn't have threatened to kill her and scatter her body parts. That's where he screwed up. But he probably got caught up in the moment because he probably watched Roots and was like, oh, I forgot how good this was. I forgot how powerful it was. Fuck white people. Fuck white people. Oh, and it sounds like he's like, I mean, he's obviously like schizophrenic, but if he was like making popcorn, you know? Yeah, you wonder if Sprinkle some sweet treats. Little bonbons. Yeah. Um, Man. Well, oh, a 37-year-old woman and a 12-year-old daughter who were both upset and crying were found inside the house. Hmm. Yeah, I'd be upset, too, if my dad brought home some random racist white lady and forced her to watch my TV on my couch. She probably had to go watch her iPad in the bedroom. Oh, here's a good one. So, on Monday, Cedar Rapids police were dispatched to an area in the city for an open line 991 call. 911 call 991. Uh, with lots of screaming, in quotes. <laughs> Dispatchers and officer were able to locate the home where the call was from using GPS. When they arrived at the home, the intoxicated male, later identified as Noya, our man of interest, answered the door calmly, police said. So that's about it. I don't know. A black man in Michigan has been arrested after he took Black History Month a bit too seriously this year. (laughs) He graduated from social justice warrior to social justice kidnapper. So basically, he's like, oh, you want to live this life? I'm bad about it. Bring everybody up to my level. Man, I would have just given him like my path. Yeah, I think he he had good intentions. Just went a little haywire. Shouldn't have threatened with death. But uh, yeah, but honestly, if she keeps trying to fit it, honestly, like sometimes when I'm watching a movie with my girlfriend, I'm like, hey, fucking sit still. or I'm going to chop you up and throw you out the window all the way to Chicago. (laughs) That's true. Get off the fucking phone. We're driving to Palm Springs and we're getting a hotel for one by the time we get there, lady. Stop fiddling around. Quit fidgeting. And so facing charges of false imprisonment and harassment. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, judge. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for that one. What do you got? I got a gloves off. Woo. And uh, will you hit that comedy button for me? Is comedy dead? <laughs> I think so, everybody. I think so. I had a personal comedic experience. That would help lead me to believe that comedy is either dead or dying. Aw. So I go to do some comedy last night. A lot of people signed up to do comedy at this bar. Lots of people. All right. Time rolls on. It's getting late. We're getting hungry. So me and my friends, we go eat some food. We come back, still waiting a while. 
Then I see the host start to panic a little bit, and he's like, hey, let's piggyback. I'm not going to bring comics up anymore. You just introduce the next guy because we got 20 comics, and it's like 1 in the morning. We only have an hour left. Boom. It's my turn. I get on stage. This room is fucking dead. But there are real people there. It's not just all comics. They're actual audience members. That's nice. I start getting them Especially back. Especially that time of night. There are these three drunk people who fucking love me. I'm amped. It's a good set. I'm five minutes in. I love that young pussy. Yeah, they liked it too. I got three minutes left. All of a sudden, the bouncer rolls in and goes, show's over, bar's closed, that's it. That's it. Whoa, We're done. What happened? We're done. And I'm like, it's still comedy, so I'm standing there like... Is this guy being serious? What? Because this bouncer, I was just outside smoking and hanging out with him, and he's a pretty jokey guy. We we're having a good time chatting. He he seemed like a fun-loving guy, but then he gets all serious, and then the drunk guys are like, "No, we like you. Keep going, keep going." And then of course I'm a whore, <laughs> an insecure whore, so I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna keep going," and I keep going. And then the bouncer rolls up the stage, he's like, "Get the fuck off the stage! Get off the stage now!" And I'm thinking, uh, "What the hell's going on? I'm I'm up. Keenan's next." My buddies, after that, we're going to roll through. We've been waiting for hours. Bomb threat. A bomb threat? There was a bomb threat, so they had to shut the bar down. I walk outside. <laughs> there are 45 cop cars. <laughs> it's just, uh, while you were getting on stage, uh, Keenan called the cops. He's like, hey, my friend's getting up. It's going to be a real bomb. Exactly. That's, that's what everyone was saying, because no one believed it was a bomb threat, because it's comedy, and it's like, everyone's been bombing all night. No one's paying attention. The only people who are listening are drunk, and they'd rather watch uh, Parks and Rec on mute on the TV. But oh, yeah, well. there's an actual bomb threat. And so we had to evacuate and get out of there real quick. But we lost our... Uh, I drove, and one of... I drove two people, and Feng Chao's missing. We can't find him. So we have, we're, like, wandering around. The cops are like, get out of the area. We're like, we, have you seen a China Did man? you see him go missing? Like, he threw down a smoke bomb? Or you yeah, just yeah, no, he, just, he disappeared. No, we just couldn't find him. I think he was uh, smoking some reefer. Oh, gross. But uh, here's what happened. All right, so first of all, if this is a shitty intersection in Van Nuys. It already looks like it's been bombed. Yeah. The nicest thing there is a... Uh, as my friend referred to as an AMPM, but it's an it's a Chevron Extra Mile. It's not even the yeah. AMPM level. It's yeah. below AMPM. The With place, that, it's the the Extra Mile is written in like that '90s kind of like yellow spray. Yeah, like someone tagged it. Yeah, yeah. But it's that intersection is horrible. There's a shitty McDonald's. There's a Big Lots and like 19 taco stands. It looks like it's already been bombed. Who would call in a bomb threat? Why would there be a bomb threat? I have the answer, or at least my suspicions. Okay. So there's one comic who uh, fans probably don't know him, but he's pretty legendary in the comedy community for going on insane rants and just being a general weirdo and freaking out all the time. Kenny Lyons showed up to this mic, and he had a backpack. (laughs) (laughs) And that guy lives in, like, South Central, and he made it all the way to the Valley, and he seemed to be in a really good mood. And I'm pretty sure he had to have called the bomb third in, because anywhere he goes, bad shit follows and bad shit happens. Yeah. He's been 86th from every major comedy club, the subway on Sunset. Um, when I pulled up here, I was on Instagram, and he posted a screen cap, I think, from like Facebook of some guy going, hey, uh, I, I like you and all that, but we just can't have you back at our establishment because you... It was fine, but I consider what you did hate speech. And <laughs> that was today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's on Kenny's uh, Instagram. Oh, so he got banned from what? Some other random open mic coffee shop? He is bad to the bone. So I'm thinking, I'm, I hate to place blame, but I'm fully blaming Kenny. He shows up, bomb threat. I don't know who would want to bomb that area. It's just a shitty bar, gas station, and a big lots. Yeah, it's not exactly a high-priority target. This is not. This is not on any ISIS maps. No, this isn't like a cool bomb. You know, the Hollywood Bowl or something. If they were bombing downtown, they don't even really care if the blast reaches that area. No, not at all. That's no. probably the safest place to be. In fact, if there was a bomb to turn the rest of LA into that area, <laughs> they'd probably yeah. drop that bomb just to destabilize the entire region. Yeah. So I was. I was. And it was more that like that room was dead, and I actually got them. If I was, even if I was eating shit, I wouldn't want to get off early. But. We got there at like 10.30, and it was 1.30, so we had been there a long time. Yeah, that's wild. You got to do your time, dude. Yeah, he kicked us all out. Well, <laughs> Kenny's thinking is just, if I call in a bomb threat, everybody's going to leave the building. Open stage. Yeah, I'll get on. No problem. I'll do 30. I'll, I'll do just it. walk right up there. And then, you know, crowd rejoices. I start 
start my thing about uh, how I know this uh, this guy who doesn't have a lady named Ruth or something. Yeah, that's he, about it. He's ruthless. So yeah, gloves off to you, Kenny Line, for calling in that bomb threat, even though I have no proof that it was you, but you had a backpack. I don't know if you have a working phone, but I'll get allegedly, a it. Allegedly. Um, but that's, I mean, that's, I was scared I've never to, seen that happen in comedy. I was scared that I was going to get flagged by fucking NSA today. I was just at the store and they had a works toilet bowl cleaner. Do you ever make a works bomb? No. It's like, it's that weird like toilet bowl cleaner, you know, the funny yeah, shit bottle. The weird spout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but the brand is Works only. If you put that in a two-liter bottle and then drop a bunch of tinfoil in there, it explodes. Oh, sick. Yeah. So we used to do those in high school. And I just texted a picture to my friend. I was like, yay, they still make this stuff, even though it's explosive. And then uh, my buddy's like, I'll bring the tinfoil. I wonder if they changed it. Because there was, this is way less destructive, but another cool kid thing was Lifesavers made a mint called Winto Green. Hmm. And if you chewed, if you just chomped Somebody on it with your mouth. <laughs> Something interesting. Yeah, well, here you go. If you took... Well, it's not even interesting now because I think they took whatever made this happen out of the mint, but I learned it at some sort of camp where if you chomped on it with your mouth open in the dark, green sparks flew out. <laughs> what? Yeah, and it was just a lifesaver mint. <laughs> I swear to God, I have no idea what was in it, but your mouth would just be filled with green it's sparks. Just phosphorus? Yeah, it was. Could have must have been horrible for you because, one, it's bad for your teeth to just chomp down on a really hard mint. Yeah. But it was sick. I was dude. thinking about that a couple months ago. I was just like on YouTube and it was like recommended like uh, like goofs. And it was just a compilation of like people fucking up. And one of them was like this chick on her coffee table. She pours a bunch of Mentos into a Coke and it explodes. And I'm like, this looks like a relatively new video. It looks like she's got a newer iPhone. I'm like, how has Mentos not fixed this problem in their their formula yet where it still makes Coca-Cola explode? Well, you kind of have to go out of your way. I feel like that had to have helped Mentos sales because, one, who really gets down with Mentos anyway? I haven't had a Mentos in years. No, I uh, I like Stride or like Five Gum. Okay, yeah. If I'm freshening breath. You yeah, know? I just like Orbit. I've never understood Tic Tacs. Now, uh, those orange ones were really good. The though. orange ones were good, but yeah. they didn't freshen your mouth at all. They're just candies. No, didn't do <laughs> it at all. They're just candy. But I think Mentos, like, that probably helped with their sales because they people made cool videos. Remember they made one where it was like people would actually kind of orchestrate it where it looked like a Las Vegas fountain yeah, yeah. shooting in unison. And it was like an OK Go video, they'd I think. Play, they'd play classical music behind it and stuff. But I like those old childhood tricks. I I know there are more. I can't think of any. But uh, yeah, Winto Green Mints. I'm I'm almost certain they took that ingredient out. But it was really cool. Yeah, they should. And I don't know why fucking Mentos hasn't. Oh, you have some toilet bowl cleaner that makes bombs. It's so like I always think, who discovered that? Yeah. Like okay, this one brand, but let me put some tin foil in it too. Yeah, and by guys, by the way, we are no not endorsing or encouraging the making of bombs with works toilet bar cleaner and tin foil. That's all you need. Yeah, I wouldn't we are, that. it is it basically just expands rapidly. It like they sit there for like two minutes and nothing happens, and then all of a sudden the bottle just starts stretching. Yeah, just make sure you have a big yard, you're at a park, no kids around. When you don't do it. When you don't do it. No people no adults, no kids, no pets. We don't want to I'll, I'll rat on you in a second. You didn't hear from us. Piece of shit. Oh, you got my uh, back to me. Yeah, you got um, my back to me. My turn. So um, you saw this one, right? This was on the group chat. I think it was the uh, uh, prisoner in Corcoran, California, famous prison, Corcoran, um, up near the Bay Area, um, has killed two pedophiles. The the building itself. Hats off to you, sir. No, the, the uh, just a gentleman that's living there, uh, a resident of said prison. Okay. Um, <laughs> which is like, hey, hats off to you to begin with, dude. I mean, those guys are convicted pedophiles. You know, no, not really any curing of those people. Yeah, I heard they. Uh, if they act on. They it, don't they like go. They don't like kid touchers in prison. No, they do not stand. They for do it. not. I've heard uh, uh, chomos. Chomo, yeah. Uh, the the vatos call them. And I've watched those uh those like CNN prison shows, and that ends up kind of being a cool deal because those pedophiles are in danger, so it's just... They're just hanging they out just with, like, celebrities like and... A hundred pedophiles, yeah, now. They're hanging out with celebs, they're chilling with R. Kelly. Yeah, Artie Lang. And Weinstein, who just... who just uh, Guilty. 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 Two out of five charges. But the pedophiles just have to go play basketball with only other pedophiles. Yeah. They get in protective custody. So. Yeah, oh, that dude used to run the courts. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, but he only played with, like, four other guys. Yeah, he only played with pedophiles. They suck at <laughs> basketball. Yeah, pedophiles do suck at basketball. I would, yeah. I they dribble with both hands. 
I guarantee pedophiles dribble with both hands. Double dude. dribble hard, dude. <laughs> Uh, they don't play by the rules. I know that. So what made this story is the hilarity, because it's already a hats off. And then this guy tried his hardest to not do it, <laughs> to not kill these pedophiles. Oh, he tried not to. He was so basically he was like they were flaunting it. So he went to like he's like they they put me in a cell with a pedophile. Like he went and talked to like the counselor or whatever, and like then the guards and he's like you gotta move me. Like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. I Like, I'm showing all restraint. I'm, I'm in here for life, but I'm trying to be, like, just good. Second chance, you know? Like, what was that Jennifer Lopez movie? Second start or whatever? No idea. Uh, whatever. Uh, second chapter. Okay. You know how girls say it? It's the second chapter of my life. I, I'm, I'm building for the next chapter. I hope like, I'm your on whole like, life's one shitty movie. Lady. I hope I'm, like, on chapter at least 22 by now. I don't want to. That's a long-ass chapter. Yeah, but if it's like a Cormac McCarthy book, you're, you're only a third of the way through on chapter 22. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I hope I'm like a Cormac McCarthy book. No, no you don't. But less depressing. No, the fuck you don't. Yeah, I have, I've read a lot I of I never want to live in a Cormac book. Yeah, he has a way of just putting sorrow in your gut. Yeah, I'm like, is it overcast today or am I just <laughs> yeah. reading? So um, then he went to, uh, he was just like walking through like the common area and one of the guys was watching PBS Kids and he went, you know, that's fucking it. This guy's taunting me now. I Like, I haven't touched him by the grace of God. And now he's just in here in the rec room watching, watching PBS Kids. Yeah. He's like, this dude's got to go. So he fucking offed this dude. First guy. how do he do it, do they say? No, it just Shank, says... choke. I feel like those are the two big ones. Yeah, I, I feel... Or just a nice beat to death with your hands. Yeah, I like... Clubbed him. Oh, he clubbed him. I like the idea of just throwing that TV on his head, like the way uh, Matthew Lillard was killed in Scream. Yeah, when they just dumped the TV right on his head. You know, it's a nice one. In uh, uh, I think they did it a few times in Oz, where you're up on like a high tier and you stab the guy a couple times in the belly, and then you just flip his legs over the rail, so he just falls to the floor from like the third story. Oh, that's cool. You know, have prisons how they yeah, have yeah, like yeah. the yeah. The terraces, the verandas. Nice verandas around <laughs> in the middle eating area so you could throw shit at them. So two hours before the attacks the next day, Watson told the prison counselor that he urgently needed to be transferred back to a higher level security before I really expletive one of those dudes up. But the counselor scoffed and dismissed him. Ooh. I was mulling it over when along came molester number one and he put his TV right on PBS Kids again. Uh, but this time, someone else said something to the effect of, is this guy really going to watch this right in front of us? And I recall saying, I got this. And I picked up a cane and went to work on him. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Watson said that he then left the housing pod to find a guard and turn himself in. But on the way, he saw another child monster. <laughs> so I figured I'd just do one for everybody and uh, oh, in for a penny, in back. for a pound. Yeah, so he he beat the shit out of this guy with a cane. Right? So then, (laughs) on his way to turn himself into the guard, like, hey, I just beat this child molester to death. He saw another child molester. He's like, well, I'm already in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) I might as well. Uh, He then told the guard who didn't believe him until he looked around the corner and saw the mess he left in the dorm area. I'm assuming just pedophile brains. Uh. The spokeswoman for the Department of Corrections wrote an email that the agency can't comment on an active investigation. Yeah, no shit. He tried to stop it like seven times. All the guards and all the counselors are like, you won't. You whatever. Scoffed and dismissed is this the quote. Yeah, I'm sure that's not a good system in the prisons as far as like, hey, here's a concern. Here's a comment card. I doubt they take care of it very quickly. Oh, yeah. It's hard enough in the real world outside of prison to get shit done. They're all like, anytime someone gets busted, they're like, no. Uh, ABC had this story nine years ago, and someone spiked it. We could have avoided a lot of rape here. <laughs> um, let's see. Watson's letter came in response to a request from a newspaper for a telephone interview, but Watson said he's only allowed to communicate in writing. Being a lifer, I'm in a unique position where sometimes I have access to these people, and I have <laughs> so little to lose. And trust <laughs> me, we get it. These people are every parent's worst nightmare. So this guy just seems like a good bloke. He seems just really practical. Yeah. He's like, I'm in prison. Well-spoken. Tried not to do it. He's even, even like third straw, like warning. He's like, he's like, just put me in higher security. He's like, I'm in here for life. Just put throw me in high security. Like, I get my own cell. I get less yard time, but like, whatever. He's even going like, let, he's like, when you like get in a fight with your girlfriend, it's like, no, I'll move out. 
<laughs> like you can stay here. Yeah, have yeah. the have the nice big. Have everything. That's fine. All I want is my underwear and socks. You can ha- you can have all the plants. <laughs> so hats off to you, buddy. Um, if anybody knows this guy, reach out. Um, gladly become pen pals if he can only communicate in writing. Yeah, he needs a friend. We can write to yeah. him. Hasn't been charged yet. Which, but he's in jail so or prison. So he's I'd, not leaving either way. Yeah, yeah. They're like. Oh. We'll put that on top of the other files that we'll get to eventually. And this will probably work, too. They're, I'm sure they're going to separate him from pedophiles from here on out, so he won't have to look at him. Yeah. And I'm sure as a grown-up, it would suck watching PBS Kids. I, like, the few times I've watched kids' TV shows as an adult, like when I'm hanging out with my nieces, I want to murder myself. Yeah. Some of the program out there is terrible. Um. Yeah, did you see... Oh, fuck. I don't even want to get into this. I'll just send it to you. The SpongeBob musical is coming to L.A. Apparently, no. this is a real thing. It's on uh, Broadway in L.A. It's an actual like highfalutin Broadway play, but it's SpongeBob. There's no costumes. What? Like, yeah. They're, well, they're in, um, they're in costume, like wardrobe, but they don't have costumes. It's just a guy with like a yellow shirt and brown pants like... I'm in Bikini Bottom now. <laughs> it's just a straight up musical theater. It is. It is fucking haywire, dude. It, I. The, it's the entire thing's on YouTube. Some guy just filming it from the audience, and I just wanted to punch everything in my apartment last night. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, my girlfriend's an actress. She's like, she grew up in like theater, and she's a thespian and all this and that. She's like, these musical theater kids are out of control. They're losing Someone's it. Someone's got to stop them. Yeah, because you're you got to do something a little intellectual, not SpongeBob. It, no, we. Because we were just watching Hulu, and then the trailer came on. And then I just, like, paused the TV. And she just went, okay? <laughs> and I was like, all right. And we just went back and forth for, like, ten minutes just going, sure. <laughs> just, like, uh, role-playing, like, different people's reactions to it. Because it's, like, one of those things where, like, Hollywood does it all the time. Where, like, like Dragon Ball Z is a great example. They did a Dragon Ball movie. And they just, like, ignored the 800 episodes of television of three different shows, like 15 movies, an entire canon. And they're just like, let's just make up a new story. It's like, fans of this are going to go see this. And now you're not even getting that fan base to go see it. You know what I mean? You're getting small returns to begin with. And now you're disengaging from that. So nobody's going to see it. So SpongeBob Musical, look it up. It's on YouTube for free. I guess kids will go see it. No kids of mine. Well, no. I mean, you're, you raise your kids right. They're going to go see proper musicals like Phantom on the Opera. Yeah, when they're done toiling on the farm. Yeah. Well, they're hard workers. They're strong, too. Except for my daughter. i got to keep her nice and slim so I can sell her as a dowry. Mm. Finally going to come into some money. Woo! Get half of the neighbor's farm when I sell my daughter to him for marriage. Man, fucking good old days. Uh, what do you got? I got a hats off. Woo! Hats off to you, sir. It was really a beautiful moment that happened. Um, I was watching some footage from the Kobe Bryant funeral. It was incredibly sad. Aww. Kobe's wife was talking and crying. Shaq talked. And he is not a good public speaker. He has no, he's like, yeah, so when I met Kobe back in, uh, you know, 1997. Uh, it is weird how, how poor of a public speaker he is. Considering for, that's all he does. Yeah, for that's his entire career. He just has this weird, deep, monotone voice. But he told a little funny anecdote about how, you know, he was having problems with Kobe and his fan, and, and the teammates were telling Shaq, hey, man, this guy won't pass. This guy won't pass. And Shaq said, I'll talk to him. So then he went up to Kobe and, and said. And that started how we hated each yeah. other for seven years. And then Shaq went to Kobe and he said, hey, uh, there's no I in team. And Kobe responded, but there's an M.E., motherfucker. <laughs> that, that was what he gave in his funeral speech. It was pretty sick. But he gave a big tribute. But then the greatest of all time, our man MJ, Michael Jordan, came up to the mic. One, I give him a hats off because he still rocks that one single hoop earring in the yeah, left ear. for sure. Which he's been rocking since the 90s. Yeah. As long as I've known. Didn't go out of fashion. And it seemed like there was a period when I was at least a little kid when it was kind of cool to have the one earring. But then it clearly became two earrings or nothing. Yeah. Two earrings or not. Because I think it was the the muddying of the waters, the confusion where it's like, oh, it's only the left ear. And then I was like, only the right ear. Well, there's one like? that was supposedly gay code. Yeah, I was like, yeah one, yeah, yeah. one was if you have it in your right ear only, that means you're gay, which is an insane thing. Well, living now in like this world, especially in like in West Hollywood, where you're like, imagine being like in the 90s in like Minnesota, you're like, 
the only way no anyone's gonna know I'm gay is if my left ear is pierced. Yeah, or I have a certain bandana to tell people what I like. Yeah, the weird gay code. You gotta tap Morse code in a bathroom in an airport in Minnesota. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's only for politicians. I don't know if that's for everyone. Oh no, it's elite gay. Yeah, an elite thing. Elite bathroom behavior. <laughs> elite gay. But uh, yeah, so he had the earring thing. No one rocks one earring anymore. So hats off to that. I like that. He had a Hitler mustache for Christ's sakes. Yeah, he does what he wants. He does whatever he's the, the fuck greatest he wants. of all time. I like. Uh, but what ma- what made me really like is I didn't realize Jordan and uh, Mr. Bryant were really tight, really close. And Jordan was crying a lot during that speech, and it was very emotional, talking about how they were like great friends, and how Jordan felt like a big brother to him, and he wanted to be a great mentor. And it's super tense, super solemn. And then he goes, I promised my wife I wouldn't cry because I don't want to see another meme of me for the next five years. <laughs> and the whole place just lost it laughing. It like Panda Steph Curry cracking up, all these other famous players. And I love that he acknowledged it because he's like, I, I promised my wife I wouldn't cry because I don't want any more memes. Because the Michael just Jordan. Get, you just get a higher resolution photo of the meme. Yeah. The Michael Jordan crying meme is probably the biggest meme of all time. Uh yeah, it's it's up there. Like I know that cat is really popular. That cat sitting at a dinner table. <laughs> but that Michael Jordan one was huge, and the fact that he acknowledged it turned it into a huge moment of levity for the entire Staples Center. Was oh, that's was wild. great. It was beautiful, and that's it was it's wild. legitimately funny that he said it. Like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like you know a lot of celebrities they can just say something hacky and they get a big laugh, mm-hmm. but. It was the way he was so sincere. Like he meant he did not want to be a meme again. It was so sincere. He's like, I can't stand to look at another meme of me crying for four or five years. Um, fuck, is that it? Yeah, pretty much. Let's see. Hats yeah. off to Jordan. Hats baby. off to Jordan, baby. Because even Jordan knows he's like Kobe was my legacy. You know what I mean? He's the he's passed the torch to Kobe. Everybody, and you can get all caught up in the LeBron thing or. You know, well, that whole thing was stupid. Iverson for a while, and you know, there's some people, but then obviously, like, what's it? Iverson was like, uh, or was it like D Rose for a minute? But yeah, then, th- that was shorter though, yeah, no like longevity. The, yeah, yeah, but he was like, like Griffey was the same thing where he just fucked up his knee and he never got back. Like, sorry, greatness yeah, Jack- happened to Bo Jackson too. He yeah, was yeah, on top of his game, and then he fucked up his leg. But he was like, because he like Jordan and Kobe both had that thing where like, no. I'm better than you. I'm going to work harder than you. I'm going to prove that I'm better than you. Whereas LeBron's like in an Amy Schumer movie being like, I'm the best ever. Yeah, well, that, they always had that debate of, you know, LeBron versus Jordan, LeBron versus Jordan. I, in my opinion, that was never a conversation. Jordan's here. Have the conversation between LeBron and Kobe. Yeah. But no, it's not LeBron and Jordan. No but it's way. about a mindset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I think LeBron's, I mean, genetically gifted and maybe even like athletically gifted mentally. But Kobe's a guy who like, I think he was like six six. He worked, worked to harder. where he got yeah, and worked that's harder. where that's where they are analogous. Let's see. I got. Hmm. Let's do this one since we were just talking about the pedos. So uh, an eleven year old girl in Missouri uh, turned up pregnant. Um, <laughs> happened. Three of her relatives are being charged after they found her uh, like, recently having given birth in a bathtub in suburban St. Louis. Three of them? They all knocked her up? Yeah. So uh, an adult female and adult male were charged with child endangerment, and a 17-year-old male is charged with incest, as well as statutory rape, statutory sodomy, sodomy of a child younger than 12. I think that's like where they put the line. You know what I mean? Different pedophile laws. Like They're statutory, which is like... I was 18, 16 and under, yeah. 12 and under. Yeah. And then I think I, I, there's there should be one lower than that as well. Maybe a few. Yeah. It's like the tiers. What kind of degrees of pedophilia did you get into? And the separation is like, this one does 12 years. This one does 12 and a half years. Like, <laughs> there still will be no life in prison one. Where, like, uh, the charge for Harvey Weinstein that came out, uh, the one for assault carries a longer Longer prison sentence than the one for rape that he got charged with. Oh, that's weird. Huh. Yeah, the rape one, it's like four years max. The assault is 15 years max. Oh, cool. So you can assault somebody. Just make sure it's with your penis. Yeah, it's better. If you're looking for a short sentence. It's like that guy that robbed the bank with his Tinder date last week. <laughs> He's just like, there's no bullets in the gun. It's like, that's not going to give you a lesser sentence, yeah, bud. You need to have no gun or have a gun. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. It. Either loaded or don't, dude. But you know what I love? 
I don't I've never actually looked at the law, but there are a lot of cool cop movies where they bust the guy with the gun and then they click out they click out bullets from the magazine and they're yeah. like ten years, twenty years, yeah, yeah. thirty years. Like each gun hold each bullet holds ten years. I wonder if that is is that yeah, true d- or not. I guess it depends on where you are. I think he are. did that in Training Day, which is a badass move where he's like, You want me to keep going? There are more bullets in the gun. But it's like, dude, the bullets are going all over the streets of Los Angeles now. What are you doing, Denzel? <laughs> oh, some some child's gonna find these and put them in his own gun. Yeah. <laughs> you see what you're doing to the community? Um so police stated investigating uh blah blah blah. An adult male brought the infant to a hospital uh the day after it was born. The baby still had the umbilical cord and placenta attached and a body temperature of ninety degrees. Oh, Yikes. Get that baby in an incubator, stat, or actually let the baby die because, yeah, it doesn't really have a shot in this world. He, if that's the environment it's coming up in, he's fucked. Because I'm at the part, like as far as the abortion thing, like I acknowledge that uh, it's a human once has a heartbeat. So I get why you're against abortion, but I also don't value all human life. Yeah, and no, I, a, I fully agree with you. So it's like I do think you are killing a human, but I think you're doing a lot of kids a favor. This baby is going to be fucked. The mom is 11 year old. 11 years old, can't raise a child when you're 11. The dad is fucking his 11-year-old sister, so he's got his own issues. And the parents are protecting them? Yeah. So grandparents are out. And this is, I said Missouri, this is St. Louis. This is a metropolitan area. Still, though, dude. I know, but I'm saying, like, this isn't some backwoods Appalachian, I'd fucked my sister. The parents are like, hey, we do our own type of living out here. Yeah, yeah, we don't, we're off the grid, let us do our thing. This is St. Louis, they have like three professional sports teams. I know, but it seems insane. You can't leave a blues game and go fuck your sister. Because my entire life, I've gone to places, and people always give me the warning, like, I gotta warn you, it's pretty sketchy here, or it's real ghetto, and 99% of the time I go there, I'm like, this isn't that bad. I've been to worse places, no problem. Born and raised in Long Beach. Yeah, but I went to St. Louis? (laughs) <laughs> oh shit i was freaked out you see some saint lunatics out there i saw some saint lunatics and i did the dumbest thing ever our E-ah, plane E-ah. our plane was delayed and i wanted white castle because i never had white castle so yeah. i took a taxi from the airport to white castle and it was sketchy as fuck oh yeah we're even waiting for the cab it's like should i wait inside i'm freaked out these gangsters are selling drugs on the corner and i didn't even go to east st louis and i for east, east st louis is like doesn't even have plumbing or electricity it's so bad yeah i've heard it's like baghdad there's like a few places like that like parts of detroit uh like gary indiana yeah like i was just taken aback because normally when people tell me something's ghetto i don't find it that sketchy st louis <laughs> exceeded expectations that's something i found out during the whole popeye's chicken sandwich thing is because like there's popeye's all over the place it's la and i'm sure it is like in a lot of like major cities but when we're like fuck i want to try that chicken sandwich but i'm not going to the hood i'm like oh yeah i guess like some like in some parts of the country, some. the only Popeyes is in the shitty neighborhood. Yeah, because I think there are 176 Popeyes in Toronto, Canada. And it's like, <laughs> all right, clearly everyone likes fried chicken. Let's give up the black people thing. Let's yeah, give it yeah. a rest. Um, so the man initially said that someone just left the baby on his porch, <laughs> and then after a little bit of grilling by the authorities, he was like, "All right, all right, I'm a relative." Um. But he said he did not know that the girl was pregnant or that she was being sexually assaulted until she gave birth. Which is possible. Sounds a little fishy. My 11-year-old's just getting fat from eating too much Popeye's chicken. Okay. So upon further grilling, uh, the the teenager told police he had sex with the girl about 100 times. (laughs) Ooh. That's what sucks about when you're a teenager and a criminal. You fess up way too much. Oh, yeah. Just say once. You're going to get in trouble. Yeah. They can't prove more than once. Yeah, exactly. De- they can't say She doesn't like, have a hundred babies inside of her. Yeah, they They've can only, only got one piece one. of evidence. They can only prove Now this one. is like ritualistic sexual assault. Uh the woman uh who was charged Tuesday is accusing is accused of failing to provide the girl with medical care when she gave birth. So this is just like probably like their aunt or something who's just in the house. Yeah, and, they all live in the house together. Yeah, and they they're like, Well, we're charging everybody else in the household. It's like I think I don't think she was doing anything. It's like she failed to help get yeah. her. She shares a wall with this girl. You hear <laughs> you hear when someone's giving birth. Yeah, you, you hear when... Uh, you can hear your roommate masturbating. You can certainly hear a woman giving birth. <laughs> An 11-year-old. Imagine like... Or you can definitely hear... Dude, if his, her brother was giving it to her a hundred times... Oh, yeah, you'd hear that. Yeah, you're getting some wall creaks. Oh. 
And I doubt they have like a, you know, a, a Serta Tempur-Pedic, you know? Yeah, I'm thinking it's a mattress, no box ring on the floor would be my guess. Hey, don't knock it. Well, that makes the least amount of noise, at yeah. least. Yeah, well, not how I fuck. Yeah, I used to have like a an antique bed that was like my great-grandmother's, and it was this, like, fucking forget about it, but just like getting out of the bed, it was insane. So <laughs> the man was uh, charged last week and set with a bond of $10,000. Um, it's also noted that he entered the country illegally and has been <laughs> removed from the country many times. Where's he from? I think Mexico. Ah, he got all the way to St. Louis. That's not where I would think an illegal immigrant. Yeah, no, but that's go, where you like but... you set up shop, and then every time you come, you have to come back across the border, and you're not going to like El Paso. You're like, all right, I made it across the border. Another 900 miles to go. Yeah, Greyhound time. Um, no attorneys are listed. Not identifying the identity to protect the girl. That's good. I appreciate that. She needs that. the help. She needs a lot of help, man. God bless it. What a story. Um, I guess that's back to you, bud. Well, I got something a little more. Well, I guess not that uplifting, but it's a good it's a good debate to have. What do you got? I got a hat. So, no, gloves off. off to you. Oh, Shit, sorry. You son of a bitch. Well, technically, it's both because uh, as a man living in Los Angeles... I have a lot of delicious fresh salsa options. We've talked about this. All kinds. Lucky Habanero, Casa Sanchez, big big shout out. Homeboy Industries makes a nice salsa. Mm-hmm. Big fan of Dr. Gregor, Gregory Boyle. He is a true hero in our society. Shout out Smart and Final. Smart and Final. One of the best hot hot sauce sections in the game. All right. Yeah. They, they have literally, like, across from the bread, it's literally half an aisle of just hot sauces. Yeah, because all the food truck guys... Uh, yeah. Go there to buy supplies for the food truck. So they got Gringo a- Bandito, El Yucateca. But I'm just talking straight fresh salsa. And here's my dilemma. I love it. It's what I always buy. Yeah. But the problem with buying it like that, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> it's like a box of chocolates. Because, but- yeah, because the peppers, the tomatoes are different. Like when you buy a jar of paste, I don't know what chemical they put in it. But every time you buy a shelf-stable jar of paste salsa, you know exactly what you're getting every time, no matter what. Without fail. Tapatio, always the same. Sometimes I dip into this delicious fresh salsa, just tastes like I'm eating mashed up tomatoes. Yeah. Sometimes it's the most delicious thing on earth. Mm-hmm. There's no way to regulate that. That's a problem. Now, what you know what I've done? I've taken the initiative. We're taking steps. My girlfriend got a food processor. Oh, cranking out your own salsa. Six tomatoes, two jalapenos, a little bit of lime, a little bit of salt, some cilantro. You're in the fucking business. That shit will stay good in the fridge for like two weeks. Yeah, what I do like too is the bomb threat. Uh, open mic I went to. <laughs> the guy who hosts it, his girlfriend every week has made. She's she's of the Hispanic, you know, descent, and she makes <laughs> of the Latino variety. Latino. She is a Latino variety, but she makes fresh salsa. They bring it to the open mic. Yeah, that's but sweet. They still fuck it up because comics are idiots. It'll be this delicious salsa, and then the s- chips are like a uh, cheddar and sour cream ruffles. And oh. stuff like that, where you're like, just get a thing of tortilla chips. The only crossing I like, it's like, okay, so Ruffles, okay, plain Lay's, crispy potato chips, no dip. Sure. Ruffles, you can do whatever. Uh, I like French onion. French onion and ranch. Any of the They're ones delicious. that you, you mix with sour cream. Yeah, yeah. Great, yeah. always. Great, but that's a Ruffles dip. Okay. Well, yeah, the Lay's just break off. And then clearly, like... Uh, ruffles have ridges. Obviously, like... Tortilla chips are for salsa or guacamole. Yes. Or maybe, you know, an avocado salsa, a tomatillo, what have you. Sure, yeah. A little hatch chili, maybe. But a, a a traditional double nacho, uh, spi- or was it spicy nacho, the original Dorito? Okay. In the French onion. I can get on board. I've never done it. I It's, it's pretty good, but you got to put it on your plate. Otherwise, the whole dip gets that orange dust in it. Yeah, I hate that. For some reason, it makes it seem like now the dip's going to go bad sooner, even though it won't. Yeah. Or when you bust into your dip and there's a soggy chip that oh, got stuck in there and it's all like, mushy. Oh, and, from the party. And you're like, yeah. oh, babe, throw that out. Whose disgusting chip was that? Oh, Fritos? It's got to have beans in it. I'm talking traditional bean dip, um, maybe nacho cheese. My favorite thing a to chili, do. chili, like a Frito boat. My favorite thing to do with Fritos is all you do is you get a can of chili. A block of cream cheese, you cook it together, mm-hmm. boom, good to go. Yeah. Nothing else. You ju- at the baseball fields and soccer fields growing up, you would just, you'd get a bag of Fritos and then they'd just put a spoonful of chili in the bag. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have chili at my baseball games. But I'd always do that at a 7-Eleven. 
You just buy the bag of Fritos. You press the nacho and the chili button. Yeah. And then you walk outside, and then the clerk comes out and screams at you because you didn't pay for the chili. And then you have a, no, a that's, standoff. That's that's a stipulation. I've asked so many Seven Eleven clerks this, even AMPMs, uh, the AMPM in Quartz Hill. Uh, they have monster taquitos. You know, you know, I'm talking about the giant like. Uh, sure, giant taquitos. Yeah, they're rolled fried tacos, essentially. Um, beef or chicken, what have you? Chili and cheese are free. The the hot dog condiments bar, the nachos and condiments bar, is free. It's yes. free. It's and you implied. Esta- you you buy. establish that when you walk in, so that when you get a, you will ri- you ring yourself up first. You pay the guy, then you walk over to yep, the old chili bar. That's exactly what happened. I, I was one time I did that, and I walked over, and then the ch- you pushing the cheese, and nothing was coming out. I was like, "Hey, you're out of cheese," and he's like, "Oh, sucks to be you." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, fuck you." I was like, "I'm not gonna have him replace it for me. I'm fucking him." Yeah, me and my friend Michael got in a huge fight at a 7-Eleven, and uh, I was just—I just had my buddy's back. I didn't even do it. I just got a drink, but he did that. Bought Fritos, filled with chili cheese, and he's screaming at him. He's like, "I'm not paying you. Chili's free. Cheese is free. Chili and cheese are free, bro." I started going like rogue. this country when I lived in when I lived in East Hollywood. I lived next to one of the worst 7-Elevens, and they would always be out of half and half. And they would just have that like I don't like that flavored shit. I think it's gross. The, f- the first two ingredients are vegetable oil and water. Oh, so, like the coffee mate. Yeah, like the vanilla, and yeah. they have plenty of those. It's like here's a Reese's peanut butter cup flavor, but they'd have no half and half. So I would just go into the thing, grab a half and half from the shelf, open it up, pour myself coffee, and I'd leave it there. Just leave it there for the rest of the customers. yeah for the rest of the customers. And one lady came and yelled at me, and I was like, because I, I went up, I said, hey. More half and mm-hmm. half. She goes, sorry, we're out. We don't have half and half. I did that at a shell like two years ago where I was like, hey, do you have any more creamer? He's like, no, we're out. And I'm like, it's no, right not. there. He's like, no, that's stock. We use different. I was like, it's right there. I don't. I didn't have the idea to just you know do it and ask for forgiveness. Yeah, I just did it because I asked her. I was and she she did the whole thing. Nope, sorry, sorry, but fuck that. And especially at a 7-Eleven that's that insane. It's like, okay, you're going to harass me about half and half. There's a person taking a shit next to the Slurpee machine. Yeah, you guys are blasting classical music so, so homeless uh, people don't open the door for everybody. Yeah. Fuck that. I take <laughs> my you. own half and half. Dude, I'll drink you want full me to, and full. Or, yeah, I'll drink it all. Heavy shit, dude, I'll take whatever I want. If, do you want me to leave this entire hot cup of coffee? Yeah. And not buy it, or would you like my money? Or you could do that powdered creamer. Which I, st- I still don't know how they dehydrate things. If it I, makes me sketchy. I like I instant potatoes. To. If I have to. Yeah. Um, you go lighter, creamy original. For what? <laughs> the powder creamer. Just, when it's like just OG the beige one. Yeah, when they're like, you want lighter, you want light and creamy or original? I was like, what's the fuck? Just put it in my fucking cup, lady. You know what I like to do is buy the jar of condensed milk. Pop that in your mm. coffee. It's nice. That's how that's how uh like Vietnamese coffee is. Oh, that's nice. Oh yeah, yeah. That sounds really a little lovely. sweet. It's it's good. I dig it. Yeah, I like uh, you know Turkish coffee, yeah, or Greek coffee, whatever. Anywhere in the Middle East, it, I think it's Turkish coffee is widely accepted. But wherever you go in like the Mediterranean, the Middle East, are like, no, it's Lebanese coffee. Yeah, like, come on, they stole it from us. It's the same shit. It's just really strong coffee. It's also one of the only beverages you can tell your fortune. Oh yeah, with the they, like, coffee flip grounds, the cup, and... yeah, and then that you put it on your hand or whatever. Yeah, I like that. I like that's cool to make coffee kind of a game. I went there with a chick. like the joke on a popsicle stick. Yeah, there's this place in Burbank where I I went with this girl and just because she's like, oh, I heard the like they and then there's a lady that works there just reads the coffee grounds or whatever. Great so I like, job, cool. I love that job. Yeah, and then uh, we got there and it's like, oh, she's slammed. Like it's she'll be over here in like twenty minutes. And I was like, I'm fucking done. Like we emptied our cups already, lady. I don't. Yeah, I'm I sitting coffee. around here for some fucking snake oil salesman. Coffee goes, yeah, coffee goes cold quick, lady. Come well, you on. drink it, and then the grounds are left at the bottom of the cup. You like flip it on a plate, and then wait two minutes. And then you pull the cup off, and then you read the plate, and whatever grounds are left, it's like fucking palm reading. I was like, all right, I'll go to read my tarot cards somewhere else. Yeah, it's just a fun little gimmick. If I did right. that, I would just tell all the homophobic people, you're gay. That's your fortune. Um, I got one more quick one. All right. Uh, and do you have anything else? I think we're wrapping up. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Save it for next week. This Justin, Breaking news with Mitchell Phillips. So a fourth grade substitute teacher in Baltimore has been fired for lap dancing and kissing kids, as well as having them point at her breasts and identify them. 
Well, that's human anatomy. So if you guys listen to the pod, you know we're full advocates of hot female teachers fucking students, giving them hand jobs, giving them blowies at their parents' house, substitute teachers, what have you. The problem is... Only substitutes. If, if you're gonna, full-time, no way. Exactly. If you're going to lap dance fourth graders, go to church. Why go to church? Something's wrong with to you. To save your soul? Yeah. Yeah. Fourth graders? Like, go, you're a substitute teacher. You couldn't wait till uh, Miss Henson couldn't... Seventh uh, grade? Yeah, yeah. S- seventh grade, even. I'm like, all right, that's... I would... It wouldn't even come up on my radar. It's but just that's, so... She's mentally ill. Because, I mean, as far as the... No way are you going to get away with this if you're doing it to the <laughs> entire class because there's always tat- multiple tattletales. Kids are going to be filming it. And, yeah. Like there was that one where this cool bus driver let the kids like sit on his lap and drive the bus. That's a really cool thing to give it the kids as a treat. But then he got told on because people filmed it. How are you going to keep an entire classroom quiet? Not possible. Well, this is Baltimore. Well, it says Baltimore County, which I believe is different than The Wire. Well, according to The Wire, yeah, it's like... Uh, what does Bub say? He's like, no, it's still Baltimore County. He goes, thin line between heaven and here. <laughs> Pretty sage. Well, season two, that's the teachers, right? No, oh, no, season four two. is the teachers. Four two is, is the dock workers. Yeah. Frank Sabatka. You know that guy was like 27? That's crazy. Frank Sabatka? <laughs> he was like, that actor was like 27. He might be my that. favorite character in all of The Wire. Why? I just He's a fucking badass. He's just doing it for his family. He's like, I don't want to be bringing in all these prostitutes, but the dock's dying. My people have been working these docks for centuries, dude. You can't—he's like his family's ran the union for generations. It can't fall under his watch. I like that whole uh, like I'm just being corrupt for my boys. I'm not getting anything out of it. Your you big know, dick boys. I'm not driving. Yeah, big dick. Uh, Izzy, fuzzy. What the hell? Is I that think guy? it's Izzy. Nah, Iggy, Lemmy, Lenny. <laughs> anyway, Gary, <laughs> Ziggy. Ziggy. It's Ziggy. Anyway, yeah, but I, I like Sabatka. I liked his, his character was fun and funny, and he wasn't doing it to become a to make money. He was making money for the boys. So it uh, looks like the school board's just uh, saving face here. But maybe she is just an ex-cop who uh, didn't play by the rules, so she was let go, and now she's substitute teaching. Still not in playing an, by the an, rules? In an inner city school. Just trying to get kids to pay attention, and... I don't know about you, but fourth grade, I would have paid a little bit more attention in class. Yeah, because that was fourth grade was the age where I like started caring. I started liking girls. I started caring about like what I wore, you know, being yeah. like, oh, I, I got to wear cool clothes now or I'm going to. Get- I didn't think like cool clothes. I was like, oh, I have to have a style. I was a cowboy in fourth grade, so I had like cowboy boots. I had tight jeans. Oh, sick. Button up shirts. All right. oh, I grew up in shit kicker country. So yeah. I was like, we were the only people in my neighborhood who didn't have horses, but I was like, I can rock it. These fucking boots are sick. Poser. Just doing heel lasso horse. Yeah, ours was more at that in fourth grade it was more like you gotta start wearing like Volcom shirts and uh and like oh, that came and later. vans. Yeah, that was like uh But that was fourth grade because I remember like being like like the place where my parents would take me school shopping and be like, They don't have any cool shit. Come on, we gotta go to this 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 cool surf shop. Yeah, I remember um we went back to school back to school shopping, I think for ninth grade. Uh, my mom gave each of us a hundred dollars. My older brother just like spent like twenty five bucks and kept the rest. My little brother just got like the deal at like Zoomies, yeah. where you get like it's like the back to school deal: three pairs of pants and two shirts for like ninety bucks. And then I just spent like sixty five dollars on a famous Stars and Straps belt buckle, <laughs> yeah, and it was yeah, just yeah. fucked for school no clothes. <laughs> yeah, my, I had a friend who. I would stay at his house and we'd walk to school together and he would just give me his clothes because he had a bunch of the cool shit. Oh, yeah. And I would like show up to his house in one outfit and totally uh, just, just leave show up to school in another one. Actually, I, one of the few times I felt very old, I got this hat I'm wearing at Zoomies not that long ago. Yeah. And just being in the shop where like a 17-year-old kid was like, yo, you on Zoomies email? 20% off. We spent. And I was just like, I just need to get out of here. I'm embarrassed to even be here. Yeah. Uh, I'd never felt older in my life than being in my 30s shopping. That's at, such a weird dynamic change. Like when I going from like 12 years old going to Zoomies and you're like it's all just a bunch of like stoner shitheads. Yeah. And like you just like retail fucking assholes. But as a kid I was like that's the guy that works at PacSun. And then now I go in there I just like walk by it in the mall if I ever go to the mall and I'm just like these fucking shitheads. I can't believe I was actually in there. Yeah, guy with the headpiece, cool 
He already has a bunch of tattoos. And I'm yeah. like, what are you doing, Bradley? I remember... Uh, Let me buy my hat and get out of here. I think Don't when tell that, anyone. When that broke for me, when that turned, is uh, I was going snowboarding, like, my junior or senior year, and we went to Powder and Sons. It's like a snowboarding shop in Powder and Sons. It's a snowboarding shop in uh, Antelope Valley, and this dude had a beanie on, and it was literally like it was around his ears. It was fully on his head, but it was still like a foot and a half above his head. Yeah, and it stuck straight up. And I was like, "All right, this guy's a fucking douche." A lot of people still wear those beanies, where it's like you're cold, you're shivering. Put the beanie on. Don't wear it like a yarmulke. <laughs> All right. That's it for the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. Thanks, for everybody, for listening. Um, remember to uh, follow us on Instagram, at Mitchell Phillip, at Robo Spencer, at Hogopod. Um, and, hey, first topic of the day was a uh, listener suggestion. Plant. Yeah. Don't don't gift plants. Could be yours. That no could plans. be yours. If, write well, not in. that one, but a different one. Yeah, yeah. Write in. Um, you could be featured on our show. So any comments, corrections, suggestions, get at me. Oh, also, we had sex with your moms. Again. Okay.